Hello, and welcome to number three in a series we're calling Clang Conversations. The idea of these talks is to dive a little deeper with the artists playing at this year's festival and spend some time in their own artistic universes. I'm the artistic director of Clang, James Black, and I'm sat here with violist and songwriter Mika Perstotir. Mika is very active on the new music scene in Denmark. She plays with the string quartet House Circle and the ensemble Damkapellet, among others. She is also a singer-songwriter and releases music under the name of Mika Akim. Her latest album, Till Salmons, came out on Inga Records last year. Mika will perform twice at Klang this year. First, with Damkapellet playing Hoosier Ingen Hauses, a modern ceremony, at Staines Museum for Kunst on the 7th of June. Then, on the 9th of June, she will perform a solo concert consisting of Hannah Seidel's The Flexibility of the Fish alongside her own music. Hi, Mika. Hi. Hi. I want to start with talking about the solo concert. Yeah. Because it's a, the model for collaboration is a bit unusual because what normally happens is that people approach us for collaboration and they bring some repertoire they want to play. But we approached you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we asked you to perform this Hannah Seidel piece, The Flexibility of the Fish. Um, how did you respond to this request? Uh, I thought it was super interesting in many layers. Um, because, yeah, because of this, um, I mean, this piece is, um, it's kind of a piece for, um, the idea of a songwriter, like playing in this case, the viola and singing and also having a kick drum, like, you know, street, like standing on the street, kind of, uh, mm, like busking, busking, <laughs> uh, uh, like looking like a busker, like, or a busking, yeah. uh, but, um, then the music is uh, like, I mean, not like uh, like this typical song. No. <laughs> it's a, a contemporary piece mm -hmm. um, um, about masculinity. I don't know. It was super interesting in many layers because I'm um, because I'm uh, doing. I'm a songwriter, but I'm also interpreting contemporary pieces. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought it was like, yeah, just that the first starting point of that combination of doing my own songs, but also doing this contemporary piece, which has this like approach of being a songwriter, but um, it's kind of complex and also a bit like, yeah. Mm. Um, and also like the challenge of um, um, playing a piece with like, I, I love kind of this like, Challenges with like, ah, oh, play the drum, play the viola <laughs> and sing and like, poof, poof, poof. Yeah, you're doing all three at the same time yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, active, yeah. Yeah, how's pretty, that been, how has it been preparing it? Um, I mean, it's pretty crazy to like, uh, to, but I, I'm enjoying it a lot because it's like uh, this kind of like, yeah, feeling like a drummer mm -hmm. with like managing the different um techniques at the same time or like being very body like embodied you have to like have it in your body yeah do you approach do you normally approach music in this body way yeah i think this is super important for me always mm. to feel um um really connected to what i'm playing mm -hmm. like also yeah embody it yeah so connected it in what way? Just physically or also mentally, emotionally? Yeah, yeah. finding like my um, way into like my emotions in it, like or what emotions I can get out of it. Mm -hmm. So this piece is pretty like, I would say um, punk, 
punky, you know, like mm. punk. Yes. Like, yeah. Very like, I mean, there's this like slidey, like um, very like quarter tones, and, like the viola is kind of like the whole piece through playing this like minimalistic, like like sliding and like pretty rhythmical, but still like very like, like atonal. Um, so there's like some frustration and some punky like fuck it vibe. <laughs> <laughs> punky fuck it vibe. I feel. Yeah, I really. And then with well the put. and then with the drum like poof, poof mm-hmm. and then like there's uh, so this piece is about like masculinity in different ways. So he's been using like text and lyrics and poetry from different angles. Um, I mean, as the title "Flexibility of the Fish." which is about like this fish that uh, are gender fluid uh, that can switch between gender, like, I don't know, feeling the freedom of gender and not like we are all raised in this like norms mm-hmm. of, uh, and we, we, um, we get it from our, like in generation after generation, it takes so slow to develop this kind of norms of gender roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this piece is about this, I would say also, which is also kind of, mm, yeah, there's a lot of frustration in this theme yeah. as well. Yeah. And um, this was the other way why it was super interesting for me because in my own song, songwriting, I've been um, also writing a lot about um, my first album was about the, with the theme of uh, To My Body, mm-hmm. um, which in maybe for me, it's like growing up as a as a woman and kind of generation after generation having this all this like body ideals put on us or like how how you can feel so limited in in the female body and how you're supposed to be and like my grandmother's relationship to her body and like mm. <laughs> all the women's around me relationship to their bodies and um so I thought it was also like very interesting with this um that match in the theme. Yeah. That I'm also been working. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, with your singer-songwriter practices, really, I imagine. Correct me if I'm wrong. I imagine it's easy to be quite, or well, not easy, but it's it's simpler to be more direct with this stuff because you can. You're writing everything yourself. You're writing the lyrics yourself. You're performing on your own terms. Mm-hmm. Do you take this approach and these reflections when you perform new music as well? Yes. Okay. I think. I think I do. Um, or I think it affects me. I mean, having my space as a songwriter and like um, giving energy and to that affects me um, as a performer, I would say, or a musician that I have this like, I mean, for me, it's like um, it was super important to start with this songwriter project and also like working with improvised music Mm. because it was like I had to nourish my um like um inner voice or like musical voice and if I'm giving that a lot of energy and like making that grow and taking like time for that uh, when I perform other people's music I'm closer to my own voice and I can like go somehow come closer to that piece yeah because i have the connection to my own voice yeah so i thought i mean because i had this like classical studying background which is very like not focused on having (laughs) uh uh like you're listening to your inner voice or Mm -hmm. your musical inner voice it's like the opposite like you shouldn't listen to it i was told like no don't listen to your inner voice like first you have to do like 
play this Mozart in the way you should, like uh, yeah. by the book. And then maybe when you're like a, the top soloist, then you can start having a voice. So the top soloists <laughs> get their inner voice and everybody else does what the top soloist says. Or yeah, what the teacher exactly. Says. But I'm like, but if I'm going to go all the way to become this top soloist, I'm not going to have a inner voice anymore because this is a thing you have to like practice yeah, and spend nurture. time with to nurture to make it grow and otherwise you lose contact with it. Mm-hmm. So I think, mm, I don't remember your question. No, it's, no keep going. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I have another question. Is no, that, I mean, yeah, but it was, yeah, so I think this is, yeah, to nurture that part and uh, as, but still being a performing, performer of other pieces, I feel, yeah, I think this was you, what you're asking mm-hmm. about, like then how that affects me when I play other people's music. And I think... Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just always been some kind of a goal. I know it sounds very vague to be like, I want to be free. <laughs> uh, I want to feel free, but I, because it's like so like huge. Yeah. Like, I want to be free. But, but the hugeness is kind of the point, is yeah. that you get to decide what that meaning is. Yeah, and like how, how that feels to mm. feel free. Yes. Because like we're never free. Like there's always something that are like in the wave of from being free or feeling free, but like the feeling, I mean, I'm always striving to to feel free somehow. And I think this helps. And then maybe also with my song about like freeing, like the songs to my body was kind of a healing journey, mm-hmm. um, which is also freeing um, yep. from some um, history of past, mine, yeah. the past personal journeys and like healing yeah, some kind of healing that, I mean, my relationship to my own body and like, then I feel more, after that journey, I feel more free and like also the approach, something with m- the mentality of approaching, um, which is also like, yeah, a whole thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. From it's a <laughs> huge task you've undertaken here. <laughs> it's a really, I mean, you you mentioned um these gender roles coming down from generation to generation. Yeah. So you not only have to heal yourself, somehow you also have to heal all of that as well. Um, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lifetime's task and it's never really done. No. But do you view your music in any sense as part of this practice? Like... You're using your music to free yourself or to heal yourself. Is that correct? Uh, some, yeah, some sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, not all the time, but like that would be exhausting. <laughs> yeah, but like in this project, it was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and other times, I mean, music is healing. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it is for me and on like its own terms. It's so direct and like yeah, I mean, there's so many. There's so I mean, not all of the music can be healing, but there is a lot of music that can be healing, mm-hmm. and like also in different energies, like like also punk to play this kind of punk piece could also be very healing in some way or like freeing and like you know go through yeah different kinds of music. It's very, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh. I think the 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 central question and the reason that we 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 um, created this concert 
for you was that this division between playing other people's music and playing your own music is something that, I mean, to make it about me for a second, I've been quite focused on in my own work because I'm performing my own music, but then I'm, it's it's a different from your situation, but it's slightly similar. Performing my own music on one hand, but then also write music for other people. And I spent a long time doing the two things separately. Um, and what the kind of thesis of your concept that I'm trying to make, or we were trying to make, was that this is coming from the same place. And this is the same practice, really. And that practice is up to you as the performer that you get to decide what parameters, under what parameters this succeeds. And what is being expressed here is really on you in quite a way that if you were just to do your own music or if you were just to do the Hannah Seidel, it would be a different situation. But to put the two together is something I'm really looking forward to. And my next question for you is how you imagine, we've, we've discussed the two different roles of performing someone else's music and performing your own stuff. How do you imagine that's going to feel to do that kind of simultaneously <laughs> in the same event? Uh, yeah, to be honest, I'd be like, oh my God, it's going to be so intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> first, because I'm, imagine, I'm imagining first playing his piece. Uh, and then like, I'm going to, f- how will I feel after this? And then like, you know, but I think um, I actually I wrote uh, some kind of a little coda or like a small song um, that I feel like, uh, where I'm kind of like um, singing about the piece a little bit. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I thought that would be like, I mean, it's just a little like comment. Yeah. Um, like a reflection of his piece uh, with a little song. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so I thought like, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about like now when I'm, um, um, what do you say? Um practicing or preparing myself yeah. for doing it I'm I'm trying to kind of um not only practice his piece but then also play a little bit on my song or like you know to feel this like uh switching between and like somehow like yeah. getting used to like that it's in both like it's me doing it or it's not like a separation like the huge separation but then I think I mean yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna yeah. be interesting to try it's it out. <laughs> really, I'm really, yeah. really curious about how this concert's going. I, probably, mean, I'm I know it's gonna be, be fantastic. <laughs> to I'm be clear. probably gonna be kind of like because the piece is pretty intense, mm. and I so I think I will be kind of like yeah. afterwards. And I think this state is a good state of playing my own songs yeah. because I'm gonna be like very relaxed. Um, maybe a bit sweaty, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And then, like, I'm yeah. going to just... Uh, I think it's a good um, starting point for, for just sharing my own songs. Yes. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's what I hope happens. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how this project came into my head was when I was discussing the, um, the flexibility of the fish with with the composer. And he said, oh, well, this is about us. The, the as you said before, the musician is performing as a singer-songwriter. And mm. I was like, well, we have a musician who's also a singer-songwriter. So it just made complete sense to me to put these two together. Mm. And I'm really, really, I'm super curious about what it's, what it's going to be like, both in terms of the music you perform and, you know, seeing this fantastic piece live, I'm looking forward to very much. Um, but just in terms of the 
energy in the room, I think, is going to be quite special. And it's it's our last day in this house as well, so we'll be at the end of a big week. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be great. How is how um how is it going to be? Do you reckon with the I don't want to give too much away about the flexibility of the fish, but this play with gender <laughs> stuff, because some of that's in the staging of the piece, as I understand, mm-hmm. not just in the you know more abstract content. How do you re- how how is that feeling to do to perform gender in this way? Uh, what do you mean? I'm thinking of the stuff of the wigs. Uh, if you're doing this, I'm not the, gonna do the yeah. wigs. I think. Okay, word that. Yeah. <laughs> It's more like uh, I think I'm gonna approach it more abstract, and I think mm. it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To do that, it's also context. Talking about like is... this kind of free feeling, free yes. of like of gender roles, or like also like somehow identity of performing it, like that, like in the like the text, the lyrics is not mine. Mm. Like so, I'm also talking someone else. Yeah, but then I'm there and saying it, and like, it cannot. You can also be a neut- neutral person, just like speaking it out mm-hmm. and presenting and pers- presenting a, a perspective, even if it's not yours. Mm-hmm. And that's why I thought it was interesting with my own little reflection afterwards, with like my perspective of the piece somehow. Yeah, do you know what came into my head like, when you when you mentioned you were doing that? which says a lot about the environment that we're in, the idea came into my mind that you're kind of breaking a taboo in some way in a very interesting way. I do, (laughs) Because this idea of the, the, as we discussed, the separation between the composer and the performer is something that is so, people are starting to question it more and more these days. But definitely in a situation like this where, in one way, this is, you know, a new, exciting collaboration. But in another way, this this model of, like, here's the piece, play the piece, is mm. very old-fashioned. Mm. So to bring into the, the concert space your reflections on it in a more explicit way, I think is, it's some kind of taboo. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I know that, you know, in the past, I mean... There's, there's Stockhausen, who's very famous, his estate for just, like, not allowing any new versions or any alterations of anything. Like, yeah. he would send really angry letters and be like, this is my final version, and if you change anything, then you're a horrible person, and mm-hmm. I'll sue you underneath yeah. the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you're not, you know, making any huge, you're not making any changes to Hannes' piece, so it's a bit different. But, yeah. Using the singer-songwriter way, to add, in a way, add to the piece, <laughs> I think is really yeah. interesting. That's just my thought. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm, my reaction. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just it just happened the other day when yeah. I was like, yeah, it was like natural that that came out. Like I didn't plan to do it. You no. know, I was just like, oh no, it's happening. Yeah, great. <laughs> like I, there's a reflection coming out in ah. this, like as a little song. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Um, just, just quickly go back to um, the other concert, because you're playing with Dam Compellet. Yes. Could you tell me a little bit about this project? Yeah. Uh, um, like, so it's, uh, I, uh, it's a collaboration we did with Dam Capellet, or we are doing with Dam Capellet and Ingen uh, um, Ingenhus, uh, that I met 
uh, at Bang on a Can oh, Festival. Really? Yeah. There is this like one month summer festival camp in the US um, led by Bang on a Can. And she was there as a composer. I was there as a performer, maybe in 18, mm-hmm. something like this. Um, and we, yeah, stayed in contact. And then I was like, oh, we should do something with Dom Capellet. You should mm-hmm. come here because she's living in the Netherlands. So it's not that far. No. And um, then we started to develop this piece together that we call A Modern Ceremony during 2020. So we never actually got to perform it for, or like we had a first, we had a, like we had some people coming, but it was the, like the day of the lock, like the two days before lockdown or something. So it was like 10 people in the audience. Like it was more of a, it felt more like a open workshop of the idea. Uh, And then there was lockdown and Corona and it felt like this very, like a bit like flop or is you know we worked a lot and like uh, yes, and yes. this piece this performance is like she um, because she has been collaborating with um this older composer oh i don't remember his name right now but with a lot of that he has built like a lot of glass instruments mm. and he has this like huge playing stone and um, glass tubes and stuff and she brought all of that here and we like had this workshop days and then we were gonna do this performance or kind of interactive mm-hmm. performance and like yeah, yeah 10 people came and then there was lockdown yeah so it was this project where like it never felt like it's um it got the space or yeah that it deserved yeah so it feels so cool that now we got the chance to do it uh here yeah and that's going to be year. quite special that stays with the infrequence. You're yes. doing it in the, if I remember correctly, in the back room, right, with the huge glass. Yeah, exactly. Yes. In the, like, kind of uh, hall, yeah. like, by the water, there's this, like, huge glass wall yeah. with, the, like, the park outside of it. So it's going to be in this, like, light on the stairs. Yeah. Like, super light and um, beautiful space. Um, um and that piece is more yeah we will have all these glass instruments and this playing stone and it's more kind of a ritual like choreographed um some kind of yeah ceremonial um um experience lovely yeah that's (laughs) going to be quite quite a special experience as well i think so we've got two quite intense concerts coming up this year for you. Yes. Thank you so much for coming to Clang and thank you for yeah, sitting I'm here and talking with me today. Here. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Mika. Bye.